Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. How are you doing out there? Thanksgiving week. How you doing? My favorite holiday. I love it because it's really low volume of activity. It's a lot of couch time. You got the food, obviously. You've got the football. What more could you ask for? There's no stress of gifts. There's really not a lot of financial responsibility you need to put on yourself. It's just kind of sitting back and grubbing, watching football, having some conversations. My kind of holiday. So shout out to everyone out there who is celebrating Thanksgiving. I had to rewind the tape for a minute and realize quickly, man, last year, and I know we're not out of this pandemic, and if you're traveling, definitely be safe. Be safe if you're traveling. Take all the precautions, all the stuff. But I was thinking back to last year and how we were in a peak and, you know, there wasn't much of a celebration. And so I am excited to get back in the mix, hang out with the fam, do what we do. My mom's going to have a huge spread. She always overdoes it. Shout out to all those moms who overdo it. I know you're all out there. Maybe you're a mom listening who does do that or perhaps probably like a majority of you are just going to sit back and reap the benefits. What I would do recommend, try to get a little physical activity uh, on Black Friday. Never fun. Never fun. Always hurting. But I'm excited about Thanksgiving. I'm going to take this theme of Thanksgiving and give thanks to the hobby in this episode. So what I want to do, much like uh, I was trying to think of a a good comp and Unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, um, the the one comp that I got to is probably the most mainstream comp of all time, and that's Oprah. You know, Oprah does her things, or it's like, shout out, she all of her favorite stuff. I'm going to do that in this episode. This is the Oprah Winfrey version of the Stacking Slabs podcast. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about things I'm thankful for, things I want to give thanks to. Um, I obviously can't do that without maybe shining a little uh, light on some of the things that I wasn't thankful for. This necessarily isn't a weekend or year in review. Um, This is not these things are better than the things that you think. I don't like that. I hate the lists. I hate the subjectivity of it. Um, So what this is, this is just the things that I am enjoying or maybe a few things I didn't enjoy this year as we are right around the holiday. And the goal really is to shine a light on those things. And hopefully if you aren't already um, tapped into what these people, companies are are doing, then maybe this show can give them some exposure because I think they deserve it. Maybe starting from the top, uh, I saw a lot of people out there at the Chicago Sports Show. I got a lot of messages asking me if I was going to be there. And I think it was twofold. It was proximity, like people know I'm close to Chicago. And then also people know Peyton was going to be there and I'm a Peyton guy. Um, Shout out Jordan, Northwood card collector, 
Northwoods card collector. He uh, got a chance to meet 18. He's a big Peyton guy. He's in my Peyton chat. Got Super Bowl football signed. Got a little video of it all happening. So I was a little, uh, uh, I felt a little FOMO, but it's okay. I'm sure there will be another opportunity down the road. I'm kind of stuck here at the crib being a dad, uh, watching a lot of content. Shout out Peacock and WWE Network on that thing. Shout out Netflix. Shout out HBO Max. Uh, how you doing, YouTube TV? All those things. That's that's my life right now, and it's great. I'm enjoying it. So I'm I'm glad we have things like Instagram. So from afar, I can see all the madness happening. But were you at that show? Was that a good show? Did you have any pickups? Was there people you met in the hobby? Let me know. I'd love to hear more about that show. Um, seems like everyone who was there was enjoying it. Gave me back that the national vibes, right? Donald J. Stevenson Convention Center, same venue. People were mixing it up. So if you were at that show, um, let me know how it was. I would love to hear. Another big thing for me this week was happened. 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday after I got done watching AEW Dynamite. Now, when I'm done watching AEW Dynamite, I'm usually on a high, like trying to like figure out what I want to do. Do I want to go to bed? Do I want to like text my buddies about how awesome the show is? This time was different. We got the first episode of HBO Hard Knocks, first time doing it in season. And who are they covering? The Indianapolis Colts. Now, I was highly skeptical about this, and I wasn't sure this was something I was going to enjoy. I felt like, man, it seems like a distraction, all these things. And maybe I was being a little bit of a curmudgeon, huh? Then I watched this episode, and man, did I not only watch this episode, I loved this episode. And maybe I loved this episode because it's my squad, but I loved it how it humanized these players that we watch each and every Sunday. I love the stories it told. I love how it went through in the first episode and kind of had this theme of girl dads. And obviously, I'm a a new girl dad. Um, I love the team camaraderie and how when I left that episode, I was was like, man, it seems like all these guys, both sides of the ball, really enjoy each other. And there's this story to tell around the roller coaster season that the Indianapolis Colts have had. So I'm fired up. I watched the episode three times. I know. I've got a lot of time on my hand when I'm not at work and I'm holding a baby. So I enjoyed it. I'm excited for uh, episode two. I hope this positivity continues. A big game here as I'm recording on Sunday, gearing up for the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, it's going to be a tough one in Buffalo. Not easy. But we're going to see what happens on the other side of it and see the story told on Hard Knocks. I, uh, I spent some of my week selling on eBay. I, I sold a bunch of cards. Luckily, I got paid right away. So uh, all the work there, definitely a lot of work to go and sell like 20 plus items. Then, you know, you sell them, you package them up, all that stuff, man. It, it took the wind out of my sails a little bit. But excited to get some of those hobby funds in. I will say I had I had like 75 other cards that I needed to move. And I looked at the stack, and instead of doing it myself, I said, you know what? I got to use my man Nick, the Wharf Sports card. So I got a big package together. I'm, it is en route to Quincy, Illinois, 
shout out to Nick. He's a guy I really appreciate in the hobby using his services. If you're looking for a consigner, um, check out the War of Sports cards. I'm I'm using them. I'm excited that I don't have to deal with any of the the grunt work um, that goes into the listing and the packaging and the mailing and everything else. And so I'm excited to see how those auctions do. A lot of wrestling cards in there. But I always think it's good whether it's you're posting them yourself, whether it's you're 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 buying, you're navigating, you're hunting, you're whatever you're doing. It's always good to have a high volume of activity. Another big thing, and I got to look this up as I'm recording this. This is in real time because I got to check. I, I was supposed to check before, but this happens all the time where I get into this groove. And here's one for you. So I'm holding the eBay app right now. And do you, does anyone else out there do this? It's like, we've all clicked our interface and we've got the app up. You know, it says watching, save, buy again, purchases, all these things. We've seen it a hundred times. But your mind, my mind sometimes can't connect with what I want to do and go to the right place. There's always a lot of misclicks. I don't know why, but if I want saved, sometimes I go to watching. If I want watching, sometimes I go to save. If I want to, if I want purchases, sometimes I go to selling. I don't know what's going on, but I have a tough time processing that app, even though I've been on it a hundred million times. But anyways, I'm doing a search in real time. Okay, I got it up. Now, there is a significant card that is up for auction and it will have closed by the time this episode goes live. I'm, I'm staring at this card right now and it has got 11 hours and 34 minutes in it, 42 bids. This has been the talk of the town here in the uh, wrestling card community. But we have up for auction the 2021 Tops Transcendent WWE Super Fractor, Mr. McMahon, one of one. I love the listing. The, the seller does not put Vince McMahon, and, and people were on Twitter were talking about that. But on the card, to the seller's credit, it does not say Vince McMahon. It says Mr. McMahon. If I were listing this card, I probably would put Vince's name in it. But uh, anyways, if you're searching for Vince, you might it might not pop up. But I think this card, it's it's I've given it some promo. It's been all over Twitter. It's been on IG. This card has an opportunity to be uh, the highest modern wrestling card sale of all time, which I am fired up to watch. Um, it has a ton of momentum. This product is phenomenal. Last year, to transcend it. It's a fantastic card, Super Fractor, one of one. And I'm excited to see where this goes. And I'm about that. Like, this is a unique piece. It's the one of a kind. Um, this, it's, someone is go- going to get this. And I, I've made mention, told a couple hobby buddies, if it were under 10K, then I could be potentially swayed to participate in this. But my, my, uh, my, prediction is that it will go i said 12.5 maybe i uh, maybe that's too high i don't know but i'm excited to see how this one goes i think in any market you need these big bangers to sell get the people fired up and so i'm excited to see this mcmahon card i'm excited for this episode thank you to everyone out there who listens to this show supports the show the number one thing you can do as a listener of the stacking slabs podcast if you're enjoying what you're doing Tell a damn friend that you're enjoying the Stacking Slabs podcast. I really appreciate that. I know there's other things you can do. You can share my content. You can tweet. You can do the review thing. You can subscribe. Do all those things. 
but the most the most as a marketer and someone who focuses in on building brand for a living the most important and powerful thing you can do is share the word so i do appreciate that for everyone who are going to card shows talking about content and the stacking slabs podcast name comes up appreciate that i put this out there build collections that are significant to you tell stories and share with your audience why it's these connection points that can inspire others Sharing your process and mindset can be rocket fuel for others. It's a great way to give back. I think getting back and putting these messages out, I took a little bit of a hiatus, but doing this causes me to reflect. I still think reflection and appreciation of what you have and what got you there and the people around it is one of the most underrated pieces of the hobby. It is go, 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 go all the time in the hobby, and I'm guilty of this. We just want to continue to climb the mountain, continue to get the cards that we've been seeking. And oftentimes we get a card that we've been hunting for a while and we open it up, look at it, enjoy it for a minute, and then it's on to the next one. There are people that gave us information or sold us that card. There's relationships there that I think can be nurtured. And I think taking a step back and appreciating what got you there is really important. I think I also preach a lot about just being unique. I believe our collections evolve to being unique when we when we start blocking out mainstream thoughts, mentality, generic ideas and start to collect for ourselves. I love this idea of being unique. I love this idea of like not looking at what's happening with these big auction houses and the what are the same cards that are selling all the time and like this motive, this motivation and desire to not feel like you need to go pursue those cards just because the market is it's in your face and the market might be telling you so. I love narrowing in your focus, focusing in on what you're passionate about. I think when you do this, you have the opportunity to meet others that collect like you and you meet them, you have conversation, you learn from them. And to me, that's influence. Influence isn't having a YouTube channel, having some production, having some ideas, having some generic talk track and doing the same thing over every week and buying followers and manipulating people through black hat SEO tactics. That's not influence. What influence is, is the, the ability to help others who are interested in similar ideas as you. Think it's being a servant. That's influence. And so I think oftentimes we build out these collections. And I think when we take a step back and focus in on what makes us happy and finding people that are happy in those same avenues, we have the opportunity to build influence and influence other people, which I think is really freaking cool. So I wanted to just shout that out. It's been in my loins, something that I want to talk about. And let's just like dive right in. What do you think? What do you just want to dive right in? So to let you know this, I mentioned like the Oprah thing at the top. It's a little Oprah Winfrey in a way. And this definitely isn't the best. I'm not saying this is the best or this is the worst or these are my top five cards. Like that's not what I'm doing. This is subjective. These are the people, companies, and things that have made my hobby experience less brutal. Wink, wink, point, point in 2021. Okay. So there are also like, as I was putting this together, there's so many things and people that are not going to be mentioned and, and listed. It's just the nature of doing these things. 
I can't go Broadway and talk for, you know, three hours. Like people are going to tune out. So just got to focus in and talk about some things that I like a lot. And I want to shout some people out. I give the flowers. Like my platform has always been about curating other people's ideas, right? Because I learn from them. And in turn, you, the audience member out there spending some time during Thanksgiving week, Wednesday before, maybe you're traveling, listening to Stacking Slabs podcast. Cheers. But I wanted to curate other people's ideas. And so these are the things that I've been enjoying. So I'm going to shout these people out, tell you a little bit of reason why. Before we do that, we're going to just pass out some gobbledygookers. You're wondering what a gobbledygooker is. Well, the gobbledygooker, if you're a wrestling fan, popped up in Survivor Series, okay? Popped up in the Survivor Series. And it was one of these things, okay? So the gobbledygooker was like in this freaking egg, okay? And everyone got, it got hyped up really big. It was 90 Survivor Series. And this egg cracked and this freaking dude popped up in this Thanksgiving Day costume and it just it was ridiculous go look up gobbledygooker on the google machine and you'll see what i'm talking about but it was a big stinker it was fell flat people still reference it today like the gobbledygooker was just uh something that wasn't great so because it's thanksgiving i'm gonna share some gobbledygookers right we're gonna start with the negative okay we're gonna start with the negatives this year and we're gonna go into the positive Okay, some, so here's some gobbledygookers from me this year. One gobbledygooker, the alt data breach, okay? That situation still burns in my mind, okay? It still burns in my mind. Maybe it does because I work in software and I, my, whole, my whole spiel, what I do and professionally and being a marketer is talking about authenticity, talking about transparency and being open and honest all of the time. Now, I was I don't work at all nor do I work for anyone who might be in opposition of all, but I just saw how this thing played out. And I'm I'm putting my hobby participant hat on watching this whole thing unfold. And to me it still leaves a bad taste in my mouth. The way it was handled, the communication, the process, it was like, "All right, well, let's go move on to the next thing." You had the thing and then you had a short statement and then Within the next couple of days, I'm scrolling on Twitter. I'm seeing some stupid, stupid ads all over my feed promoting their services. And it just left a bad taste in my mouth. And I know they're doing this like hire people thing and let's try to build our brand up and more power to them. But for me, that was a stinker, an all-time gobbledygooker because it damaged their reputation in my mind. And it'll take a lot to recover from. So that was a stinker, gobbledygooker, alt data breach. Another gobbledygooker, big stinker, Danny Gold, a.k.a. 8 Everlast 24. You remember this guy? Okay, well, this guy just committed fraud to a bunch of people in the hobby, and it was just, it was bad. So uh, a bad actor coming in, trying to take advantage of other people. These things happen and they're so negative and so bad. Then it's almost like they we forget about them. So here we're I'm talking about them. Maybe breathe some bat life back into them so other people don't get scammed. Scammer, bad history of it, taking advantage of people. Just gotta bring him up on this list. The next thing, 
How about the Shill Bitter? We'll just put the Shill Bitter out here as a gobbledygooker. The Shill Bitter is the bane of our existence as hobby participants, right? The Shill Bitter is running up auctions, making us pay more money on cards. Like the Shill Bitter, we need a solution and we need to get our pitchforks out and we need to find a way to end this for good. The problem is, is that our hobby lacks really good technology infrastructure. And by God, if you're in a, if running these auctions, if you're doing this thing, Shouldn't that be your main prerogative to find a way to stop the show better? And I want to tell you why if you're in a place of responsibility and you have some control over stopping this, the number one thing you should be doing instead of counting your money is trying to build and develop trust with your audience. And by letting the show bitter do their thing, you are damaging your brand, damaging your reputation and not allowing us to trust you. So the show bitter. Double middle fingers, Stone Cold Steve Austin, stunner in your face, beer everywhere. Oh, hell yeah. And that's the bottom line because the hobby said so. The hobby 316 says, I just kicked your ass. God damn it. I hate the show bitter. All right. Number four on the gobbledygookers list. Here's one for you. How about NFT pushers? I don't need to hear about it anymore. And I, if you want to collect them, go for it. The one thing that really pisses me off, and it's not, hey, I'm coming into your hobby and I'm trying to get you to buy my shit, whatever. The thing that pisses me off is the arrogance from some of these individuals who say, oh, they just don't get it yet. It's like, we get it. We just are, this isn't what we want to collect. We don't want to do this shit. I don't want to be a part of a community that needs to self-promote their stuff in order for someone else to buy it at a higher price than they did before. I think it's silly. I think it's funny business. If it's the wave of the future that I'm happy to be the old guy, the old curmudgeon collecting my damn cardboard in my house, I'm happy to do that for the end of time. This just isn't for me. And what's not even for me even more are the people that are coming into my community and not only talking about it, that's fine if you want to talk about it, whatever, but then to have the audacity to try in the arrogance to say we don't get it and that oh well these outlets are buying into this stuff and you're not well they must be the problem <laughs> like i hate that shit so stop that if you're doing that just stop you're making yourself look like an asshole all right number 5 the last one and then we're going to get positive i promise you brutal experiences that the bru- I'm on a Brutal Experiences 2021 shirt because I will never forget Michael Rubin's CNBC interview. And to me, it's a gobbledygooker because, God, not a great way to come out out of the gates. You're telling me what I, you think you want, we, I want, when in all reality, it's not what I want at all. So, Brutal Experiences 2021, gobbledygooker. All right, let's move into the positive stuff. Let's move into the stuff that I really want to talk about. I'm going to go. Number one, product of the year. Drum roll, please. Brrr. All right. My product of the year is a product that just came out. It is 2021 Tops WWE Transcendent. Final year, the best year they've had. And I can go on forever to talk about why I love this product. But Tops losing the license, it's going out with a bang. They had Tops Chrome, which was a freaking fantastic product. You had great shiny cards, great imagery. 
Otto's an amazing insert, and then you dovetailed into Topps Transcendent, which is their high-end product. Gold borders, on-card autographs, all serial numbered, amazing superfractors, amazing uh, base cards, rock flare sets, four horsewomen auto, garbage pail kids sketch. It's just a freaking amazing product. Amazing product. And they this is the third year, last year, and I think it's the best year. So shout out, Tops team. I know this is your last run with WWE. I think you're doing a hell of a job. I listen to a lot of audio content, a ton. That is my primary medium. I'm a podcast guy, so I want to shout out my podcast of the year or my favorite podcast. So there are a lot out there that I listen to. I listen to a ton and shout out to everyone hustling. Shout out to everyone making it happen who are in the podcast game, who are brothers and sisters of the Stacking Slabs podcast. But my podcast of the year, favorite podcast is the Wax Museum podcast. Shout out, Kyle. I love the Wax Museum podcast because I learn something every week. There's always a different angle. And I'm not even a primary basketball card collector, and that's what Kyle talks about. But his content is great. He does his due diligence. He teaches me. He educates. I just love his place in the hobby. And I think his podcast is really great. I know a lot of you out there, if you're listening to me, you probably listen to him. But if you don't listen to him, make sure you go spend the time listening to the Wax Museum podcast. Drops every Thursday. I'm better for it. And I think you will be too. Here is my, if I've got eight minutes between Zoom calls, I'm watching this YouTube channel. Boom. Let's give it up for Ryan Card Collector 2. I love Ryan. I'm not a YouTube guy, but when I do jump on YouTube, I always find myself watching Ryan's content. I think he does a really nice job of showing the perspective of the card store owner, the dealer, um, the buyer, he, he's, it's well-rounded content. It educates, it's, inter- it's entertaining, and I just love his stuff. And I know he's got a really big audience, and he, I know this is just probably one of um, uh, several plugs that he's going to get along the way, but just he's got good stuff. And there's a reason why he's, he's grown the, the brand to where it is. It's just, you know, he's authentic, trusts, and he makes really good content. Favorite technology of the year. Got to go card ladder. I know. You probably are like, he's probably going to say card ladder. No doubt. Shout out to Chris, Josh, Christina, that team. It is a product I use every day. Obviously, they're on the podcast a lot. They're buddies. Um, I just think that they, they're, they're, they don't, there's no status quo with them. It's always evolving that product. And that's what you need to do with a new technology, a product-driven company. Um, and they they they're hitting it on all angles from just being a small team. They are, have done a phenomenal job building and earning trust in the hobby. They do shows like the crossover. They're in the community. They're passionate collectors, and they're creating a product that I really believe in. And so easy. That was the, probably the easiest one. I didn't have to think twice about it. It's in my daily workflow as a collector, and I just think Card Ladder is a kick-ass product. So thank you, Card Ladder team. My Here's the Market Goat Award. So the Market Goat Award, let me define this a little bit. But this is, if you're thinking, this is dovetailing, I guess, off a card ladder. If you're thinking about charts, graphs, what this year, 
to me what the story was. So market go to the year is Tom Brady cards. Wow. What a year for the Tom Brady card. I knew there would be growth. I wasn't expecting this kind of growth. And man, you just when you are in a community of passionate collectors and people are just, you know, it's just to watch this all unfold has been just so much fun. And I've learned a ton. So I just want to shout out to everyone who owns Tom Brady cards, who are as a Tom Brady collector. I've obviously had several on the show. They're great people. I really enjoy interacting and learning from them. But just the Tom Brady card market, man, has been entertaining and fun for me to watch. And I have learned a lot. My Twitter account of the year is MNT Trading. You can follow them at MTT or MT Trading 2 on the Twitter machine. I love this account. It's real, honest, authentic, data-driven, challenges status quo a little bit, questions things, is highly skeptical. I've reposted some of his stuff. I've learned a ton, or her stuff. I guess I don't know if it's a it's a male or female. But go check out MNT Trading on the Twitter. My Instagram account, favorite Instagram account of the year. I thought long and hard about this, and I was trying to go at several different angles, but at the end of the day, it's really hard not to give the award to this individual. The individual who wins the Stacking Slabs favorite Instagram account 2021, and I'm giving thanks to, here are your flowers, Mr. Lameem James. Lameem James is an important piece and pillar of the hobby and this community. Lameem James tells us, reminds us, to never take sports cards too seriously. Lamine James makes us laugh. Lamine James makes us cry. Lamine James hits the emotions during our day when we need it most. Christian, buddy, I appreciate all you do. And speaking on behalf of the hobby, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for all the creativity, all your sharing, your mindset, your uh, thoughts, ideas. Everything about what you do, buddy, I want to say thank you. And I'm not, I don't know if you get told thank you enough, but we appreciate you in speaking. And I will speak for the hobby on this one. We appreciate you and hope everything is going well in Singapore. Good brother. My favorite IG lives. There's a lot of IG lives going on all the time. You got breakers. You got people that love to uh do you know interviews all this stuff there's always ig's lives going on the one that will get me to stop and watch every time is when my man the captain 37 kevin gets on ig live this guy is one of my favorite people in the hobby shout out kevin had him on the show several times but he he goes through and he just tells it how it is he shows his cards Anytime Kevin is doing a mail day or a IG live, I am better for it. So thank you, Kevin. Keep doing your lives. I'll be watching them. I'll be reposting them. And I appreciate it. My underrated content creator is, drum roll please, Zan Morning, Wrestling With Cards. Zan Morning is uh, a guy that I spent a lot of time recording with, uh, talking to. Um, he's just a passionate wrestling card collector who's on the hustle, always making good content. If you're looking to get into wrestling cards, you're looking to get into, uh, learn more about them, go check out his stuff. 
he's a guy that I appreciate and think you sh- more people should too. My piece of content of the year goes to my man, Sean, at Victory Investments, his video on why we collect. I got a chance to have a sound bite in it, but the whole hobby did. And I think the facilitation of that piece of content was fantastic. I loved it. So shout out, brother. Thank you, Sean, for that piece. If you haven't already seen it, go check it out on his profile. And I guess we can't have a list like this without an MVP of the hobby, huh? There's, we're all, we always talk about these MVP races, and man, why don't we just, why don't we give one here? Thought long and hard about this. There, it could go to several people. You know I'm not picking like a, a massive mainstream hobby star. That's not my style. This guy does have some, uh, uh, he, is, he is pretty popular, I guess, but maybe, maybe not as popular as he should be. I think I'm going to shout out my hobby MVP of 2021 to Rob Varis at Burbank Sports Cards. Congratulations, Rob. And here's one for you. Rob will be on the show with Ryan, his son, this Friday. I give this to Rob because of his consistency. Um, he's consistently recording videos to talk about his experience as a store owner and what he's seeing in the industry. Rob just opened a new store during the pandemic. I love this, uh, having someone like Rob, who's a card store owner and at the core, the importance of the cards, the LCS in the hobby is just, he speaks, I think, to so many people by telling his stories. I've learned a ton. He's a guy has an open seat on stacking slabs whenever he wants. Um, I just love what Rob does. I love his style. Um, I think he is a phenomenal contributor to our hobby and just want to say thank you, Rob, and excited to talk with you this week. Let's close out this damn episode by saying the exploration to land, that one card is everything. It's gathering information in the people that you meet. It's learning restraint by never settling for lesser than. It's practicing persistence and getting a little crazy. It's the acquisition. It's the reflection. Never forget to reflect. I am reflecting and giving thanks. Hopefully you all are too. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. Safe travels. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. More Stacking Slabs podcast with the Burbank team this Friday.